Hello and welcome to the Lugly Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head to the lounge and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too large or too small or too frivolous. It's your grievance. That means it is correct. There's no one that can look at you in the lounge and go, bop, 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 bop. There's bigger issues. Nope. There's no bigger issue here in the lounge. It's your issue is the only issue. And if you want your issue read and heard in the lounge, send it in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. That's JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about. Give us like Luxury Lounge dash baratada. Like whatever you're talking about. Give us a subject title. But we want to know if it's Luxury Lounge because Shelby here on the ones and twos, our, our man behind the curtain, he's reading every email. And I want to remind you, there's a Patreon subscription version of this show. You can sign up, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, okay? It's $5 a month. You get two extra podcasts a week. Coffee with J-Train on Mondays. This Monday, I talked about my weekend in Raleigh. Um, I talked about, I'm in a little bit of a internet kerfuffle, so I talked about that. And then I talked about trying to order healthy on the road. So these are, you know, Coffee with J Trends, just kind of like my story time. The Luxury Lounge then is on Friday. The Patreon Luxury Lounge, every complaint is guaranteed to be read. So if you want to be a part of the Patreon version, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I'm also on the road, people. I might, right now, if you follow me on Instagram, oh, also the TED Talk is out. Let me remind you, the TED Talk is out. I gave a TED Talk. For real? Yeah, real TED Talk. Uh, and it is out. I want you to go watch it. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to like it on YouTube. It's in the link of my bio. If you're if you're following me on Instagram at Jared Freed, you'll notice I'm in the I'm in the French Riviera. That's right. Cooling down in the waters of the, of the Med. Is it the Mediterranean? I don't even know. I'm gonna, so listen. I'm coming to you from afar. We're taping these ahead of time. I got, but I'm coming back to the states. I'm coming back stateside. We have the New York City Live You Up podcast that is on August 10th. Get your tickets. Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York. I'm doing the I'm doing the Chosen Comedy Festival. A bunch of Jews complaining out on Coney Island. That's fun. Um, Washington D.C. Get those tickets. Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonia, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia. I got more dates coming. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Very excited. Today's guest, an OKP to the podcast, uh, to the, the, uh, he is an OKP, original key player to the JCU, the J Train Cinematic Universe. I want to introduce my good friend, hilarious comedian, Greg Stone. Thank you for coming on. Applaud for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it up. Round of applause. Round of applause. For me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Welcome Thanks back. Thanks for having me, Gia. It's, it's great to see you. Great to see you, bud. Oh, my God. You are. My, we're a mess here. Every, you walked in, things were falling over, mm -hmm. and now I'm losing coasters. I don't know if it comes across. It's probably why everyone loves you. Um, you are one of the most straight-laced, pretend, like, pretend mm. straight-laced human beings I've ever met. Mm -hmm. You are a wild... Maniac, like a goofy human being yes. stuck in this very like in a narrow hallway <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no one noticed how ridiculous that shirt is you're wearing it is crazy I, I put this shirt on I've gotten compliments it's like a, real compliments yeah. and it is kind of I looked at the shirt and I was like I'm not gonna wear this and then I put it on I was like it uh, looks great thank you this I put that on Something else. No one takes you seriously. In no, that shirt. no. It's too. It's too. I mean, you're goofy. wearing a Comedy Cellar Christmas theme shirt today, and I thought it was ridiculous. And it's not even as ridiculous as this. Can I be sad? 
Yeah, please. It's the only thing I have left. That fits. <laughs> I got three. I have three. I have went. I've been a large my whole life. Large. Then I moved into XL, and I was there. I was there. I'm I was an XL. XL. No, You're no, no, no. okay. I was XL for a while. Okay. And I'm like, okay, we gotta get back to large. Brought it back. XL right now is I'm too snug. Too snug. We I got moved. A, that's the thing it's when the goal posts keep moving you don't realize it you get into XL you go oh this feels good I've been there uh-huh. I know exactly what you're talking about you go large okay I'm mm-hmm. I, and and I had to have a moment you know what I used to do I'll, I'll join you in the sad mm-hmm. uh, duet um, I used to go in a Lululemon all the time and I'd just try stuff on yeah. and and like I would always look at that large tight and, pants Lululemon's just for tight pants it's women. tight it's, it's a little bit you know yoga it's pants. active yoga pants but they have men's stuff okay. And the length on the XL was down to my knees. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, the XL and a Lululemon, it ain't going to happen for me. Okay. Large and a Lululemon, the length would be good, but the, it was tight. And I had to, like, have a moment where I literally was at the Lululemon going, Jared, you're not a large here. Dude. And, and, and then you make the mental adjustment and you go, I'm in XL territory, which, I, uh-huh. which I'm in. And I go... I feel good, and then you start feeling too good and comfy in XL territory. Now the body says, "Let's stretch it out a little bit." More. Then you go, "I guess I'll, I'll just one the oh, just this brand of shirt. I'm yeah. a double XL, just this brand." And then you find out now it's all the brands. I get it. I've been there. You get a bigger apartment, you get more shit to yes. fit in the apartment, <laughs> and that's what I got a bigger shirt. Yeah, I, said, yeah. Oh, I have a few more grilled cheese. Fill it out. I'm filling it out. Yeah, put in some extra clothing. Get in some, you know, put in some boxes. You got the room for it. There's always like a few weeks or like, I would probably say a solid month yeah. where my brain doesn't catch up with my body. It's like, I know yeah, you man, mean. you're no longer a large and everyone knows you're not a large except you. Well, this is, this you know? is the, well, they say it takes your brain 10 minutes to realize you're full. So it's like, <laughs> so when you start eating, mm-hmm. if you're eating fast mm-hmm. you're filling your stomach with more than your brain can process to yeah. know you're full i think it's the same with a t-shirt it takes a month to it know. takes a month to know that you don't fit in the t-shirt it, that it doesn't you take a month it takes the cold wind to just go under the bl- just when i feel the breeze blousey blouse me and i go yeah. oh my god oh my oh, god no. i i listen i have this happen all the time it is tough and here's when i know i'm not on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. When I start re-wearing items, when I'm a, living in fear of the wash, yeah. that's a moment where I go, I know. That's where I'm at yeah. today. Yeah, dude. It's okay. You, I think you look great. But you, <laughs> you know that's, that literal <laughs> phrase from you, people don't know, means so, because when I first met Jared, he always, he would, he'd always walk through, hey, you doing, Jared? he go, you look great. And, you, and then you realize, you know, he always just says that to you to make you feel good. Yeah. And that's how he gets you. I'm bringing you up. I don't take a you look great from you anymore. I, well, you look fantastic. All right. Okay. You. Yeah. So, Greg, everyone needs to immediately go follow Greg Stone. He's one of the funniest people alive. I'm not even making that up. He, he looks fantastic. He's the funniest person alive. He's He's got Friday Night Greg. Are you, does it go out on Fridays? It would only no. make sense that it wouldn't go out it's on Friday. Friday Night Energy. On a Wednesday morning. So, so if you're looking for a Friday, Wednesdays suck. <laughs> so so we're it's bringing called, Friday. It's you. very confusing. Yes. It's called Friday Night Greg. Yeah. And it comes out Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Because you can't, Friday night is a great energy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Let's so get why the don't weekend we have it on going. Wednesday? That's fair. I, I, I actually. Get a Friday night. That's I, a, you've that's turned a Jared me. thing. You're, you've turned me. Yeah. I like that idea that you got Friday night energy. You're going to come. Because I watched a video the other day. What, you were talking. It was the most insane video, but I was like, this is 
a perfectly Friday night, you know, we're, we're vamping. It was you talk. I can't even repeat Damn it here. Thing. It was it was it was you talking about little kids and and no. the age restriction. Yes, it, it took so many directions. I'm watching it going, Greg, don't put this out. Oh, okay, you this know you is, have moments. It, it was it was luxury lounge ish because the you can tell Greg shuts the door and he's gonna let it air out. His brain's gonna work, and you're gonna be ready for the roller coaster. And there's no judgment. The door right. is shut, just like the luxury lounge. We're gonna get to the complaints today. So I appreciate it, but I was watching this video. Did going, you finish the video though? Oh, of course. If you All didn't right. finish the video, you think of Greg Stone in a very different way than, uh, you know. This is what I hate in comedy is when you have a thing you're going to say and then people jump before you can finish it. I'm like, mm-hmm. if if they would have let me say that joke in one sentence, yeah. they would have known. So what I was trying to say was. Well, that's our job as comedians is to, is to is, and, and this is the hardest part of comedy is going, uh, at the end, you're going to be there with me. Right. It's, here's my point. It, it's, it's give you know, you, you're going. You you make a statement, then you go. Just listen. Uh, s- stay with me for a second, right? And then hopefully, when they stay with you till the end, you're you're. Let me you're d- just say this so they understand what so what I was trying to do when the literally on the podcast was trying. We say what laws could you get rid of? And I was just saying, well, the age of consent. But if you don't, if you stop me there, which they did on the podcast, yes, they did. Don't stop me there. What I was yeah, trying yeah. to say was we make we push the age of consent up. Yes. So that everyone over 60 can now start getting late, right? So it, it it made sense as you were saying it. And then if you think about it for two seconds, yeah. Sam Evans brought up immediately the point. Immediately called it out. Immediately brought up the point that that means we all can't have sex. <laughs> Only 60-year-olds can have yeah. sex. Yeah, which I didn't think of. Yeah, sure. But, but no, but we write to edit. We, we, we get an idea down right. and then we work on it from there. Your goal is I want old people having sex too. Is it, that's Steve your goal. I'm Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. I go, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. You guys figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you fix it. You're the Steve Jobs of fucking. You're goddamn right. Yeah, that's right. right. I, I've always said that about you. But yeah. because they stopped me there and just brought in you know a horrible idea of yeah, like yeah, yeah. lowering. Well, that's that, not what I was trying to go. That is another thing where people... Take the thing you your very well intentioned mm-hmm. idea, and then they add grossness to it. This right. happens a lot with the dating advice that I give that we talk about here on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, where I'll go, you know, hey, uh, you know, the guy should pay for the first, or I'll be like, right. I, I, as a guy, I want to pay for the first date, and then you'll have one guy stand up and be like, he's right, right. and men should make more than women. You're like, sit the down dude yeah. like you've added a whole dimension to this that you know sometimes you you feel yourself siding with the enemy right and they bring you down like they're in the you know in the uh the scrum of people cheering scrum. for you that you don't want right now you've put me on like now i'm with QAnon because i yeah. asked a question <laughs> and i'm like i don't like them but like we not yeah polar i uh, i want to stop what i'm talking about here i do have something i want to bring up to you Please. that's okay because this Please, is your show me furious because I don't know how we feel. But like, well, hold on. Is this your complaint? No. Okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of a complaint. But it's well, not a complaint the, I brought to the game. No, no, no. So then go ahead. Yeah, it's just a free... We're okay. free, free Everyone go here. follow at Greg. At Greg Stone on Instagram. Greg F. Stone. Greg F. Instagram. Stone. It changes daily. Mm-hmm. It'll be all over my social media. Go follow Greg. Friday Night Greg. Get subscribed to his podcast. It's a fantastic show. So much fun. Hasn't had me on yet, even though he's been on here a thousand times. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't follow go, you. Is that possible? On the, on, when am I coming on Friday Night Greg? I, I asked uh, you over 700 times. 700. You guys don't know this. He's Mr. Fun on the podcast, but off. He's a business mean, business mean bastard. <laughs> He's a bastard. I said, come on a podcast. He said, how many followers do I get for doing this now? Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just, come through. You want to do it this week? I'm going to... away. See? I'm going to Nice. See? Will you come to France? I'll come to France. Okay. Parlez-vous Francais? Can you, can, you, can you float me on the... 
I got ticket you. and I got you. <laughs> I got you. Guys, um, go follow Greg. He's a dad now. Okay, <laughs> he needs you. He needs you to follow him. Okay, so what so, are gonna do? so, so it should be known. I'm out of the dating game. All of this is, you know, I'm married. You're not dating time. anymore. I'm okay. cheating, but I don't talk about okay. it. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, so I have a friend who's so now. I'm, we're at a weird age now, where I'm, you know, I'm 41, and I have friends in comedy who are like 29, 30, because mm. they're all mixing together. And so there's a lot of shit people go like, if someone 40 dating someone who's, let's say 22, right? Okay. Everyone goes, that's creepy. And I go, yeah. I understand it being creepy, but I also, that conflicts with my, I want everyone to be able to love everyone. Sure. So I don't understand. So why is there an age of consent? I don't know why this is all about age of consent. Why is there an age of consent? <laughs> you said you wanted to stop talking about the subject <laughs> and you brought, okay. No, I don't actually. Yeah, like, sure. I naturally don't find a lot of young well, women cute because they look so young. There's something about them that makes me look babies. Looks like a baby the to me. The 22-year-old you're talking about. Right. Yeah. But I don't want to fault someone who is well, in love with a person Well, here's the thing. Like it, it's like, you know, to go to another subject that kind of sucks, um, cancel culture. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, that's going to get you canceled. Someone not liking you isn't not isn't getting canceled. So like someone, if you're 42, dating a 23-year-old, yeah. in, in any sense, you have to expect eyeballs right you're gonna get weird looks you're gonna get are you her dad are you gonna get you're gonna get these things sure that does not mean you've been canceled that does not mean <laughs> you know like you know judgment <laughs> you are you with everything there's life is gravity you uh -huh. have to expect a reaction to your action right so it's like if you're in comedy at 42 and you're dating someone who's 23 and you're like well we're both comedians you go okay well you can't explain that to everyone you walk down the street to you can't explain right. that to the bodega guy so it's allowed but right. you're also going to be judged because let me let me put one thing to bed we're all judging mm -hmm. stop saying nobody's judging judging you for everything we're judging for everything mm -hmm. not one thing you walk into the coffee shop the the barista's judging you you walk into the up to the barista you're judging the barista mm -hmm. you walk in to anyone's apartment you look at their apartment you go look at this is how they fucking live mm -hmm. that's a, a human being mm -hmm. so enough of this no judgment crap so i agree with you 42 year old yeah you want to date a 23 year old go for it have, have right. fun do you find it creepy um, I, really? I, I actually think less of both parties. Really? If, you know, this is my judgment. Yeah, and again, it. this is my it. opinion. I would think the 42-year-old doesn't want to move on with their life, and mm -hmm. how could they have anything in common with the 23-year-old? And, you know, they must be, you know, low on the conversation scale. And not to say that a 23-year-old can't surprise me, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying from a distance. And then I think the 23-year-old wants stability. Um, is afraid of growing up or sure. is afraid of growing up on their own, is afraid of being alone. You know, I, I have judgments on both ends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if I follow the judgment for the 23-year-old dating someone older, not wanting to grow up, because why would that? I feel like that's the opposite. Well, they don't want to grow up on their own. Uh, I, I think they're looking She still wants another dad. He or she. Sure. They, they, they them. Yeah, sure, okay, they, they, come on, this is a progressive we, podcast. Yeah. I, I know what I'm saying. They... <laughs> Whoever that might be, I think they're they're opting out of instability. Sure. And that is a fear. So I would think that they can't handle the growing up of life. The, oh, I got to figure out how to open bills and I got to figure out how to, you So know, let, me, let me ask you this. Sure. What's judged more, someone who dates someone who's older or someone who just straight up dates someone who's rich? Because that's also fear. 
It's like, well, I don't sure. want to have money. I mean, that's also fear. I think the someone who's strong. I don't want to get beat up. I don't want to get killed. You know, like I'm a I would judge the per, the young person dating an older person who's poor. Right. I would judge them worse than the person. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> the older person. So young woman yeah. well, in this who's scenario, you dating older man, poor. The old man is poor. That's crazy. Gross. That's crazy. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> young woman dating older man, rich. I go. I get it. Yeah, sure. I get it. Listen, I want to be on a yacht too. Me I don't too. like to fly. You know, I don't like flying commercial. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm yeah. opting out. I would opt out now if a 60 year old woman was like, Jared, it's all taken care of. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Yes. And, I, and I would look at her. I'd, go, I would see her in a different light. I would think of her hotter. I would think, you know, it would be a different mm-hmm. look. I mean, someone doing that to me, like, if if she's a if if she's a complete horrible person, mm. inexcusable. Oh, well, you know that's, like, that's what comes into a, the context of it. Yeah, if you're just a great. Like, hey, look, she's really fun. She's cool. She's pretty attractive. She takes care of me. Yeah, that yeah. adds to it. That's nice. She's it's, got her own life. She's got her own life. Not she, worried about. Me. I used to say did, this. She's sorry. got her pills in the pill bucket on the <laughs> mon, on the days of the week. Yeah, go ahead. I used to always pick up before when I was dating. I used to always say, "I want a girl that I can go to a party. I could leave her alone, and she's fine." That is that's something guys say a lot, mm-hmm. and that I always think. I know you mean it in the best of ways. Yeah. I always think like, who's this human being that you're dating? It's like, wait, in uh, the corner of a party. My wife. Uh, <laughs> If I go to a party, she's going to the other room, and she's going, I'm not talking to anybody, leave me alone. And I kind of actually, like, I don't know why I'm saying that, because the reality is my wife is shy. She doesn't like to, like, I used to say I want a party girl. The reality is, no, I think I don't like that anymore. I, my wife is shy. She doesn't like to be around people, and that's kind of the best. Right. Actually. Well, then that makes so it so you don't have to go to a lot of parties, or you can go on your own. Yeah, I can go let's on my own. Let's get to our complaints. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. I'll, I'll, uh, I let's... hate this. It's so how you have such good segments because I just want to talk to you. Well, we're going to we're going to keep it talking. This right. this keeps the conversation fresh for the listeners, but we're sponsored people. J Train oh, yeah. is sponsored by Electric E-bikes. Ooh, summer is the best time for bike riding. Oh, I love I have Electric E-bike. I'm looking at it right here. I drive it all around this city. It mm-hmm. is the wind in my hair, mm-hmm. just cruising. And it's really saved me money. It's made me more active. There, mm. I can't really see any negatives to the electric e-bike. It looks great. Uh, it's fun for short trips, but it can be uncomfortable and inconvenient to go far on a bike. E-bikes solve these problems, but until now, they were too expensive. Now there's an e-bike for everyone. Electric e-bikes start at just $7.99. Electric e-bikes are affordable, customizable, and ship-free, fully assembled. Literally, I took it out of the box. It was ready to go. Took it out, started riding it around. Nice. Plus, they quickly fold in half. No bike rack, no bike rack or truck required. I love my electric e-bike. I, I it is quite honestly changed how I live my life, which in all positive ways. I'm, I and I, you you jump on it. You're at the place you wanted to be in two seconds. I ride it to the cellar. I ride it back. It's it made it's it. How does it charge? It's a, right into the wall. Done. One one charge. You get a lot of time on there. Yeah, dude. It's I have like, honest questions because I think I was eyeballing. It's fun. Locked in. I think it looks awesome. You, one charge, you're you good to go. I I I just charge it at night. I just take out but the, how far the battery. You can go, I think it goes 28 miles per hour, 40 up to uh, cover up to 45 miles, up to 28 miles per hour on just six hour charge. Wow. I get from my house to your house. Yeah. And wind in your hair. 
a little bit of exercise. Right. You know, on a bit. nice day. A little bit. Little not bit. too much. Not too <laughs> much. For people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the extra large we're gonna keep guy. you. We're going to get you the XL. <laughs> we're getting you out of the double XL. Can't promise you the L. <laughs> no L. <laughs> I can get you the XL with this. We. It's way more eco-friendly than a car. Explore the great outdoors in the city while keeping the air clean. Different bike models and accessories provide optimal comfort, storage, uh, and safety. It's all there. Where will where will your e-bike adventures take you? Go to electricebikes.com. Get a hundred dollars off any e-bike purchase. Wow. That's a hundred bucks, people. I like that one. And all you have to do, there's no promo code. There's no no special URL. It's electricebikes.com. L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Okay, let's get to my complaint. You ready? Get excited. Okay, Shelby, hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. You're crazy. Jared, he's got some issues. Oh, you haven't heard the music yet. I love it, though. Oh, man, we gotta... Yo, you know Night Cream will make you some music. That's what I... I I'm hoping... I want this. you to remix this. Oh, absolutely. Night Cream knows Jared how to sing. <laughs> there is a video on Greg's profile. I know I'm Jared talking over the music. Good. You did Night Cream. It's a show you do once a month at the cellar. Once a month, and we do. Uh, we also put out videos, and it's a singing improv show. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, think of like a lounge singer. Mm. Like he's got whiskey. Who's this girl? I love this girl. Yeah, but instead of like old timey music, it's beats and auto tune. So Greg does this show. That's why you should gotta follow at Greg F Stone on Instagram. Um, and it's called Night Cream. And if you ever get the chance to go, you gotta go. The video you put up made me laugh so fucking hard. It's Greg singing, and it's a guy in a mask, okay? And, you you know, you just... It starts with this this guy in the mask. Front row. Front row, and he seems like kind of like held back, right? He he seems reserved. Very, very. And Greg, by the end of the video, is singing with him and hugging, and he takes the mask and rips it off. Like, it was like, he was like, before the night, he's like, I'm a little bit afraid of COVID. And then at the end of the night, he's like, fuck it, I can die now. It's an amazing video. We brought him on stage to dance. He, I mean, like, I come because he was starting, like, so I'm walking through the crowd. He just starts dancing, Mm. follows me on stage. Okay. And I'm like, now night cream, the rule for night cream is anything that's good Don't for stand-up. Don't touch the performers. Oh, okay. no, no. It's the opposite. Okay. It is every rule for stand-up. We do the opposite here. Got it. You want to come dance on stage? Guess what? You're on the whole show. <laughs> he danced for 45 minutes straight. Never left the stage. We're on doing other things. He's still on stage just going, it was wild. It is. Uh, it was his night. Y- what was that guy's name? Bill. Bill. The crowd was screaming his name. Bill, Bill, Bill. It was There's wild. a video. You just got to go to Greg's page. It's so fucking funny. Okay, so here's my complaint. Mm-hmm. I'm out at the field. I'm working out. So I work out across the West Side Highway. There's these fields, West Side uh, Highway fields. I don't know what it's called. So yeah. I bring the weights out there. I get my camera set up at Forzag. I, Forzag's training me. And I'm throwing weights around. Like, these are 20-pound weights. And I'm right. flipping and throwing and doing all the stuff and squats. And I have headphones in, so I can't really see around sure. me. But you, on a field, on a turf field, you expect space to be given. There's space. It's not like we're on top of each other. It's not like I'm in an apartment building. Like, there's, you know, this is space. All of a sudden, this baby, first steps, like, like, yeah. You know, w- w- wobbly mm-hmm. comes running up to the side of me, mm-hmm. and I like jump back, and the mom, and it's chasing a ball. So the ball behind every ball is a is a running child. Yeah. So the ball comes out, and he's chasing the ball, and the mo- the mom is just taping with her iPhone. 
And it's like, we have a whole field here. Right. We, you know, and, and especially because the baby's chasing the ball, you can just kick the ball in any direction. The baby will chase it. Yeah. It is pretty easy to keep your baby away from people who are working out and don't want to hurt a baby. Right. And then I, I look over and like I get done with my set and I look over and the dad's like, oh, sorry. And it's like, and then they just continue to hang out near me. And it's like, kick the ball. Right. 10 yards away, Why the baby the will ball? chase it. You should have kicked that I ball. I should have kicked it and nailed it right over the get highway. Get the fuck out of here. And, and <laughs> go get that, Go chief. get Well, it's like, it's, you know, like it was this weirdness of like being polite mm-hmm. to the baby mm-hmm. that I didn't like. And it was like this mom who's taping and it's like, you know, put down the phone mm-hmm. for two fucking seconds. You have a whole field. There's room here. We don't have to be sitting on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Everything in New York City is on top of each other. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do it here. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's infuriating. Right. Yeah. And the baby, like, is a toddler walking. Like, it's not like a... Were you in, like, a special space? Were they trying to, like, be like, I mean, I go over there, then we'll take our space back. No. We'll take our spot. I I have a spot. You know, I use... There's a light pole that I can prop my phone against to prop it up. Mm -hmm. So I like this spot. But I am not using more than five feet of space. Right, right. Like, the idea that... And and it's a field. It's a huge field. The idea that you have to be anywhere close to me Mm -hmm. is insane. There's a thing that parents do that I'm, I'm a new parent. Yes. And I'm noticing that sometimes pe- parents will do a thing where they go, hey, I'm a new parent, so guess what? We are all new parents. No. And it's like, <laughs> no, man. No. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how crazy kids can be. No. Like, my kid just crawls and goes, like, my complaint's actually good. It's a little, all right, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But they they just put it on everyone, and I'm like, no, stop it, man. Like, I'm not yeah. watching your kid. It doesn't take a village. It takes you <laughs> oh, yeah. and your significant other to take care of your kid. And the village will... Thumbs up you from 10 feet away. I'll say this. It takes a village, but <laughs> ask the helping. village. No, you know, yeah. be like, hey, village, can I get a hand here? Absolutely. I'm dying. You hey, know hey I mean? village, can you move over? This kid is running around. Hey, I'll kick the ball away from my village. That's the thing. I would ask, I want to ask you this. When So there's, this is how I would judge it because now that I'm a new parent, mm. I can see it. If that happened to me and I looked at the mom and she's going, woo, I'd be like, fuck you. But if she's just like, I just I'm uh, yes I, I want I'm sorry I want I'm overwhelmed done. parent yes. looking at me yes yeah. it's like on a plane I want if the baby's crying I want the parent to look like they haven't showered in six <laughs> weeks it. yeah fake it yeah. you have to look like this is the worst day of your life right because you're making everyone else's day bad so yeah. I want you to look like this baby's too much for you yeah and, and then I go oh God bless them you know like but if they're not if they're sitting there with a crying baby being like Oh, you you don't you, oh this bothers you, yeah. motherfucker. I'd be like, well, fuck you right. and fuck the kid. <laughs> Let's uh, go to Greg's complaint. Hit the music. It's the guests' turn to complain. <laughs> They're ready <laughs> to jump you in. You are ready. Easy birthday. I love it. Yeah. So you They've might got not be on lots my team. of problems too. It ain't all in the lounge. Jared my responsibility is to find where I'm on your team. Day. Yeah. Well, so I. That's good. What's that? We didn't finish. We gotta finish the song. <laughs> it's the guest's turn to complain. I love it. They're ready to we were jump almost in. Too ready to jump in. You gotta come do the night picture. I would love to. I'm a, I'm a big singer. I used to sing in high school. It ain't I can hear it. All about Thank you. Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. 
Let's hear their complaints I just want to listen to it. It's still going. They're invited on the show. Also, I want to let everyone know, Greg, I had my phone plugged in. Greg unplugged my phone for his headphones. Let's this is not a top tier it's charge. A, it's a power play. Okay. okay? It really was. It took, over, <laughs> took over the whole space. And if you're on YouTube, you can watch this great show on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. Okay, go ahead. Unplug your phone for headphones. It's a it's a shame. I mean in the in the in the lineup of in the hierarchy of what gets a what gets a yeah. charge, it goes phone. Yeah. I would go where I guess headphones. CPAP. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that CPAP machine yeah. ready. Um, Especially if you go in the double XLs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's all too real. Uh, all, right. all right. So I had to we so here's where you'll be on board. Mm. Uh my my wife's friends and uh, I, love, I hope they're not listening to this. Uh, they were all like, hey, we're going to the Hamptons. We're bringing our kids. The Hamptons? Yeah, yeah. Renting a place in the Hamptons. We're bringing our kids. It's going to be great. I was kind of like, I don't know, man. We got this kid. We really, it's hard. Like, I mean, in my mind, I hear the friends being like, let's go to the Hamptons. All I hear is cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Sure. Like, it, it is the, the bank vault opening was it appropriate was it it was actually not bad okay i also think the guy whose house we stayed in is illegally running this thing he was such a like a cool guy and he was mm. like you know he had his place was filled with food and drinks He's like drink what you want do what you want replace it if it goes crazy but if it's just like two bottles of vodka i don't care it was like wait oh, i can drink no, that's... To up to two bottles no, of vodka yeah, no, 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 no. The, the no rules rules guy no yeah. that means you're staying in someone else's home this is someone's home yeah yeah you be that is like the kid who's like hey come over i'm having a party but like <laughs> make sure you fill back up the absolute vodka with a little bit of water don't want my parents getting upset like yeah. what yeah. are we drinking or are we not yeah, yeah. it was all and the place is awesome uh they're like come on we have kids blah 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 and Tito and i were a little reserved you know my wife was and i were a little res- reserved about it because mm. we know how much work our kid is mm-hmm. let me tell you this man is your i mean is your kid more work than the other kids that are being brought to this hampson's house how- yes because they're older uh, i'm in the first year and okay. that to me is the hard? I don't know. It seems I've heard it's the hardest. What's well, all you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you don't know what you're doing. A, B. It's like they can't really like he's crawling and just. But to me, he, here's the thing that saves you. Again, mm-hmm. not to bring back the village analogy, mm-hmm. if you're going to a Hamptons house with a bunch of parents and all of them have done year one before, yeah, yeah. they're kind of there as like to give support. you a little bit of support. Yeah. More, they're they're the village, not me. Yeah. Yeah. That was why we went. Oh, okay. You went thinking you'd have more support than Just you had. Just a little bit. Right. Someone to be like, uh, can you hold the baby? They'd be like, yeah, 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 no. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes to go let shower. Sit. Yeah. Let me take a shower. Yeah. Let me just sit in the pool. Mm-hmm. Anything. They didn't do anything. Not a single second of support <laughs> well, get, wait, but i don't even understand like you guys are sitting at the pool and they're just like you do you i do me i mean well i'll say this there's a couple couples and i love these people i don't think they just realize that like because tita's breast pumping so it's like mm. a constant thing uh the baby wasn't sleeping like so we weren't sleeping literally one of the parents goes hey greg could you do me a favor and it's like opening weekend she's like mm. can you watch my kids her kids are four and seven and she's like watch them for a second because the husband didn't sleep he's gonna sleep and i go yeah of course so i'm watching my baby and her kids literally as she says that i turn their kids drowning in the pool <laughs> i had to put my kid down <laughs> jump in the pool pull Come him on. out swear to god grab him pull him out like, oh my god thanks you know he had a, i will say this he had a light vest on okay. but he was going to look like the water sure. he was not having a good time no <laughs> so i run and jump him grab up come back you're a then, hero of course classic right i mean to me <laughs> you saving the kids 
on the hierarchy of heroes or villains, sure. you losing the kid, him drowning, but then saving him. The dad's in fucking sleep town, USA. What the fuck also, is he doing? He started drowning before I was on shift. She said, can you do this? I went, yes. Looked over. He was in the pool Already drowning. Already gone. Literally three seconds into the job. Oh, so this is going to be a tough babysitting job. This I ran a- in. Yeah, it all worked out great, but we didn't get any like... We're talking about he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her kids were like crazy, so I don't think they got to break. And then the other... So I kind of get it, but I don't know. I was like, man, we spent like 1700 bucks for like five days or I don't know, not a, much, a lot of money. I mean, not a lot yeah. of whatever. For me, literally, to just look at a pool, we couldn't go to the beach. There was Did, like... Well, why didn't you look at her and go, hey, can you watch my kid? I'm going to go in the pool. I'm going to take a nap. So they're not my friends. And my wife isn't as... I think now we went, oh, Tita was like, I should have asked. Mm. You really just should have asked. We were kind of hoping people would just kind of be like, oh, look, why don't you take a minute? Why don't we take a nap? We'll do this. And we didn't really do enough of that, A. They are good people. I think, who knows? At one point, they went to the beach, but Tita wasn't ready, so they went to the beach without her. <laughs> it was like horrible. Was like, oh, Come on. God. It was brutal. Uh, so we got home from the beach, and we were just so tired because it was just worse because we don't even have our things there. It's also like going to the beach with a kid. Like that's, you know, bring the diapers, bring the yeah. you know, the this, the that, the this, the formula, the pumping, the you know, and then it's like by the time you get there it's like, "Okay, time to pack up." Okay, pack it all up. Like Yeah. So it was horrible. The whole weekend. So we get home for the weekend and we're like, I want to. So we just went to Tita's parents' house and stayed at her parents' house for a week. See, and they just The minute it. I have a kid, it's going to be me, my wife, the kid, we don't leave the house for six years. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? We're going to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. We're going to cook. We'll clean. We'll do games. And we will just not leave there. And yeah. then when the kid is ready to be a little bit more self-sufficient, now we can go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first year is kind of like that. And right. I, I mean, we're in our house. That's something that like friends of mine have told me in the past where they're like, the first year... It's just an amorphous blob. You, you're kind of bored. You're just yeah. watching it. And, and if you're lucky enough where they sleep and they don't cry a lot, you're kind of good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you get one of those crying ones. And we fixed him. We we slept train him. Now he sleeps at night. Yeah. But by the time. So like he'll go to bed at seven. We fixed him. By the time he goes to sleep at seven, you're already dead tired because you yeah. been up since six. And it's like then you're just going to bed like now you're on baby time and you got to go out and do the shows and I got to go out and do the shows and I'm like I'm having a hard time writing new material because for me when I go on stage it's like if I'm feeling good I I'll go out of, I'll step out of my you're out of the I, box out of the box I'll, mm. I can get new material but I'm Riffin. so tired I'm like just run the set yeah let me just get out of here yeah so I'm hoping that this year is just going to be kind of like. Listen, this is why you guys got to go follow Greg. Let's make his life a little easier, okay? <laughs> Friday Night Greg, that's the podcast, at Greg F. Stone on Instagram. Let's do some compliance. You ready? Oh, yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. Is your credit card doing enough for you? With the Secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and one-time payments. Credit Builder lets members increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. Having a good credit score can mean getting better car loan rates or just bragging rights to your friends continue your credit card journey with chime sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score get started at chime.com slash jtrain that's chime.com slash jtrain the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by stride bank na pursuant to a license from visa usa crime 
crime. Chime check checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime credit builder visa credit card. Regular one uh, regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some users score may not improve. Chime a new way to build credit. Ooh, I love that. Get mm. your organize your finances with a new Chime visa credit card i love that okay let's get to the complaints you ready mm-hmm. okay luxury lounge wish list not good enough for poor dad jared shelby and guest i'm at the point in my life where i can generally buy anything i want wow wow within reason without okay. batting an eye I try to buy myself the big ticket items and let my family members buy me the less expensive items for my birthday, Christmas, etc. I've put together a wish list of items that fall into this category and usually come in under $50 per item. Some examples of items on my list include Plant Mister, Wad Free Laundry Tool seems truly life-changing. I don't even know what that is. Or a Plant Mister. A plant, you know, it's oh, a mist- plant, yeah. Like a $2 water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I mean... These are list items. These are, this is an Amazon. <laughs> you want for your birthday? Pl- Plug-in wax warmers, silicon baking mats. Okay, my dad, however, doesn't think my personal curated list of gifts is personal enough. He has gone I rogue. Would agree immediately. I would agree with him. Yeah. I, I, he has gone rogue every occasion since I put the list together and gets me some random ass piece of jewelry or another item I never will use. This really annoys me because of all my family members. He is by far the poorest, and this list was really made with him in mind. And the worst part is I feel like I can't buy anything off the wish list for myself because I've spent a lot of time putting the list together, and I don't want to run out of cheap gifts that I actually really want. Thanks, daughter of a broke-ass father who ignores gift advice. What do you think of this complaint? First of all, that makes me so, like, the dad just wants, he sees you're doing well, but he wants to help. He wants to do a thing. He wants to feel needed. He wants to get you something yes. good. You know what I mean? And and, and also, for, your dad's not. Your dad might be poor, but he ain't stupid, right? When you're like, "Oh, dad, you can buy me something off the trash list." Yeah. Like, if I saw a plant, Mister, yeah, hey, these are things you can afford. I would feel a little bit condescended to. Well, yeah, because you're not asking him for a gift. You're asking him to run you an errand, right? Like that's like that's shit you'd get at the CVS. That's Amazon. This exactly. is this is this is not. I, and listen, you're in the lounge. You're in a safe space. You're here to complain. Yeah, I agree with you. It sucks when you put a list together and someone just was like, "Fuck that list," I, yeah. and you go off it because you're kind of counting on these items. My advice to this person: you can't count on a gift list item. No. That's the problem. I would. I'm not going to live without plant, Mister, you, just yeah. because it fixes another issue I have. You're you're solving a mouse issue with a cat issue, mm-hmm. in my opinion. This is and and again, you're talking about birthdays and Christmas lists. We're in July, people. Mm-hmm. If you're if if someone was like, and here's my list, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. No lists are a week before. Yeah, let me also throw this out there because I have a great answer for this. Yes, I'm very excited. Your dad wants to feel needed, and mm-hmm. he wants to feel like he's doing something. You can't just say, oh, go pick me this up. I say you need to give him not a gift, but a problem you have. Something Ooh. he can solve, something where he can feel needed and good, right? Yeah. Even if it's like something like, oh, you know, this kind of ice cream is my favorite ice cream, but you can only get it this place. Your list needs to have some heart to it. Right. And something he can get that's not necessarily more money, but mm-hmm. something where he can just do it. Like, it's like, go get, you have to go to this place. And, and it has to be something you don't need. 
Right. Because that's the problem. Mm -hmm. He looked at your list and he was like, I'm not a fucking Amazon right. warehouse worker. Yeah. I'm her dad. Yeah. I want to. And listen, you came to the lounge for uh, commiseration, but you're getting advice that they didn't ask for. Sure, but that doesn't But matter. we both heard that list and we we're like, what Get the fuck here. is this? Right. And it made me feel bad for the dad, just like you said. I did. Right? Yeah. Something that he can like also give him something, let him get you something that is from his heart. Yes. You know, like, so now something it, that I can think of you. The problem is he is looking at your list as just a list, and then he's looking at his gifts as gifts. So the jewelry you'll never wear, let's take the things he's going to buy anyways and tweak them. Let's give yeah. him a list that, hey, an experience list. Hey, oh. ice cream from this, you know, you, you know, it's almost like the massage coupon. Or have him get you an experience. Be like, for my birthday, since you don't need anything, mm. take me to this ice cream place. Hey, let's take, go. The, yeah, let's go to, to this dinner. ice cream place. Let's do this dinner. That'll be my birthday gift. Right. Let's do this. What? Let's do this experience. That'll be my Christmas gift. That's now, a, yeah. that's a better way to put it than, hey, poor. Right. Go grab me some, you know, poor lint man. rollers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Man, I really think we nailed that one. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. A lot of gift complaints today here in the lounge. That's fun. Luxury Lounge. Rogue Wedding Gift Givers. Oh, I know these people. Jared, love your work. I have tickets to a show later this summer, and I'm so excited to see you perform. Thank you. Mm -hmm. My complaint is about people who go way off the registry when buying a wedding gift. When I got married five years ago, I tried to pick a wide array of items at different price points so no one would feel like they had to pay an arm and a leg for a gift. Some people did go off the registry but got us lovely, timeless gifts, which I would have never bought for myself, but absolutely love. And then there were folks who went off the registry in a different way. One guest got us a 5,000-piece puzzle. What, what kind of nerd are you inviting to this what? party? Also, even 5,000 pieces, still what, 10 bucks? My husband and I have never been puzzle people. I understand this person was trying to be Puzzled thoughtful. Puzzled I got this gift. How you doing? <laughs> I, uh... By giving us something fun and creative, but we have zero interest in spending an evening doing a puzzle. It's just not our things. I mean, these people are just showing you they don't know you. Yeah. Several years after our wedding, it is still sitting in our basement completely untouched. What's worse is that a year or so after our wedding, I saw that exact puzzle in a store and was surprised at how expensive it was. Well over $100. That's crazy. So now I feel bad that someone wasted that much money on something that we never wanted. We'll likely never use, but feel obligated to keep around because it was a gift. It feels like a lose-lose situation. Quite frankly, I would have preferred to have received nothing at all from this person. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Thank you for providing a safe space for us to bitch about our champagne problems. Yours in luxury, Beth. What do you think? So we, I was married, and we had a thing. I had a lot well, of You these. are married. I was. She's dead. No, <laughs> no yeah, I am married. Craig has a kid alone, okay? He just invented a figment of his imagination on this Hamptons trip you heard about. But go on, okay. Uh, so people would go wildly off the thing. And here's the thing, especially when you live in New York, small apartment. It's like, so, so people will pick like decorations and shit and you're like, yeah. hey, what am I going to do with this? It's like you're, you're choosing, but again, like that dad, they want to be part of your life. They want to give you something. Mm. So let me tell you this though, the time it did, this never goes right. One, okay. One out of a hundred times, you're not nailing it. Mm. But I will tell you, my friend Grant Gordon, I got, first of all, I get this package. I know Grant. Yeah. I get this package in the mail. It's a big box. And I'm like, what? The, I open it up. It is this crazy looking Yoda lamp. And I go, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I went, this is crazy. And it's a lamp. That yeah. means like I'm replacing a lamp. Also, so, this is a wedding gift to you and your wife. Right. So here's the thing though. We put it, and he didn't put 
asked who it was from. So I just got this crazy lamp in the mail. I had no idea. Of Yoda. Of Yoda. Okay. But here's the thing. A week later, I looked it up. Turns out this thing's like four or 500 bucks. It's yeah. crazy. Then I look at it and I go, Man, I think I love this fucking lamp, right? My wife, who's not a nerd, goes, I love this lamp. So She loves it. That's my, the surprise of the century. Yeah. My brother goes, dude, where'd you get that lamp? He goes, I've been trying to get this lamp for years. I got it. It's my favorite lamp. So it's like this amazing lamp that I first I went, what are you, your mind buying yeah. this for me? But for some reason, it's one of my it's favorite things in the house. the family together. Yeah. That's the thing, though. That's what everyone's trying to do when they go off registry. You, they're trying to be the person that they you go, I never would have thought of it. Yes. You know, they're trying to be special. And in the attempt to be special, most people fail. Yes. Most people are not special. Most people, you know... Honestly, they give that Yoda lamp to anyone else in this world. Mm -hmm. They're not happy or their wife is unhappy. Right. And you are, it is like Grant, your friend, mm -hmm. a, a friend of mine too, yeah. took his, put his hands over his eyes, threw an arrow and hit it in the bullseye. But that's the thing. What because that's was, why people need to stop trying this. Grant, Your story. Grant stared at this. Grant tried. But mm -hmm. I didn't realize how hard he tried. Because when he told me, I was like, Dude, this, you got this for me? He goes, yeah. And he goes, let me tell you why I got it. One, I know you like Star Wars. I wanted something that in your house. Bring. Also, it's not overstated. He's right. It's very bronze. Okay. It's, it is just kind of sultry looking. Hold on. Yeah. A bronze Yoda lamp isn't too overstated? I can't explain how it isn't. You need to send me a picture so I we will. can put it on the YouTube. Because <laughs> I, I, I can't believe. I am just thinking of like my parents. Mm -hmm. Like if someone gifted. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> You think it's overstated? Uh, Shelby's looking at me like he wants to, like he kills me. I mean, can we put this up on on the YouTube or something? Because that is, Greg, that looks you, like you live in blends. Yoda's shrine. It, it blends. It blends? I can't explain what it. What does your apartment look like? Blends. <laughs> it's, it's all forestry. I don't think it's wildly out, but he did nail it. it. He did. But I'm saying this is why the registry is there, because most people don't nail it. Right. You yeah, know, absolutely. and and here's my thing: we should get rid of the registry. The registry is stupid. Why? Because it's weddings have changed. Uh -huh. You and your wife mm -hmm. didn't, you know, get together and then get married. You know, you and your wife didn't date, then hold hands, and then you didn't go to her dad and go, "Let yeah. me." take your daughter because I want to deflower her. And then she wore white I down tried. the aisle. No English though. So <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs> it, it was a little bit harder. But I'm saying like the idea that you're sending this couple off to live with one another for the first time so they need new plates and they need new stuff. No, the couples normally in this day and age in the American normal that we live in they're already living together they already have pots they already have pans they already have china all the shit that you're getting them is like what for the fine china for when they entertain like it's from another era what we should have is a bank account and you can sign up and and what you do is when you send out the invite every invite should be color-coded mm -hmm. and the color of your invite is the amount of gift <laughs> that we will allow you to give up to thanks rick to the orange tier right you have orange tier guests, you got red tier guests, you get blue tier guests. Yeah. And the orange tier, you can give up to $50. Mm -hmm. The blue tier, you can you give up to $100. Yes. You go, hey, you're an orange friend? Yes, you're an orange friend. I'm not expecting anything more. Less, I'm okay what with two. you're too. like, hey, man, I thought I was a red friend. And you're like, well, no, I don't expect that much money from you. I said, well, you can be a red friend. Right. You get to, and how much fun is that? Now you get to judge your friends. You can be like, yeah, you know, that's, that's a red terrible. friend, that's an orange friend, that's a blue friend. Yeah. And then you say, but they can give less. 
So you go, you can only give up to $50. I go the as opposite. A couple. I say, you can't give under. Uh, well, that's this is a friendship. Like, <laughs> it can go both ways. Yeah, yeah. I would say, like, the shit you've put me through, right. you're red, brother. And, but it goes into a bank account, and right. then the couple can spend it as they want, and they can feel comfortable. The problem, the reason we have the registry is because none of us are confident enough to spend money on things ever. Right. So we're like, put it in someone else's hands. I would never buy a, you know, a silver, you know, uh, right. serving tray, but mm-hmm. let them do it so I don't have to deal with the will they, won't they. I just bought a pen the other day. Okay, I bought a pen. Is it out there? buying a pen for I bought a, uh, the, the pen's, pens over free. there. It's a gorgeous pen. This? Toss me that pen, Shelby. I just bought this pen. You know how much I've been mad at myself for buying this pen? Good I went pen. I went to this like Whoa, good flea market, okay? Mm, so, too. Dude, it's made from an oak barrel. Magnet. So a magnet top, and I was like, I'm going on vacation. Look at you, go on the, put it on the back. Take it for a ride. Yeah. Right. Oh, so idea. I'm like, I'm going on vacation. I want to. Okay. I, I, okay. So I was like, I'm going. On, <laughs> I'm going on vacation. I want to like sit by the pool and mm-hmm. write my funnies. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this thing in the flea market. And I'm like, you know what? I'll get a nice pen. I'll get a nice notebook, and now I'll have it on my vacation, so that I won't be on my phone. I'll be able to write, you know, my my, my, my jokes. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred dollar pen. You paid a hundred dollars for that. Pen? I paid a hundred dollars for that, and I left there going, "Right, this is the face I was worried about." I am now embarrassed mm-hmm. that I've spent this much money on a pen. And I'm going, Jared, what are you out of your fucking mind? You spent a hundred dollars on a pen. What are you doing? You're gonna just waste all your money. And if it was on the registry, I wouldn't think twice. Right. I wouldn't think of it as a hundred dollar pen. It would no. be a pen for my wedding. Yeah. So the only reason we do this is because we are not confident enough to buy ourselves a silver platter to put our serving, you know, to, to entertain on. Here's the reality. It should go in the bank. Everyone should get a tier. Yeah. Money goes into a bank. And then you go to the registry and you spend as much as you can at the registry with the gun. You do the thing. But then it just comes out of it. Yeah, I want to add to this Ken thing. Yes. If I had bought you this $100 pen. Yes. Now it is way more special. Because right. Because you're like, oh, this is the pen, Greg. Because Greg knows mm. I write jokes. He but then I would this. I'll go. What is Greg spending a hundred dollars on a pen for me for? Well, Why I would mean, you? I'm not. I know. But if I could, <laughs> I would. You yeah, know what I mean, but like, or your dad gives you a pen. Like different this. story. Like it's, if this if this was engraved, I love you, son. Yeah, yes. it'd be the first time he told me he loved me. You should me. engrave it to yourself, dude. Right? Jared, you love yourself. <laughs> Get better, Doc. That's a good idea. Yeah, you should engrave it to yourself. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast. Also, you don't have like a $300 action figure, so who am I ever to judge you? Well, this is the, this is the thing. Pen. We all spend money on things that we are not proud of. Yeah. That's my point with the registry bank account, mm-hmm. where it's like $50 friend, $100 friend. Now you got a little, your little piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Now you go to Bed Bath & Beyond, you go to Tiffany's, whatever it is, and you go... Boop, 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 yeah. boop, and it drains from the account. Now you don't have rogue Yoda lamp friend oh, buying you bullshit. I have something for you. Sorry. I'm Go sorry ahead, to cut you please. off. So for Calvin, everyone just gave us gift cards. We had a Target themed. Calvin the baby. Calvin my baby. Mm. We had a Target themed uh, baby shower, right? So everyone was like. Did I not know about this baby shower? It was family only. And it was Tita's side of the family. And it was really close Oh friends. my God. And it was. Uh, Racist. That, you didn't and, allow any of the white people. <laughs> Well, we didn't have like we didn't do anything like for, we're doing a first year birthday and you're invited to that. Ah, um, uh, we'll see. To be like continued. You? No, no, no. And and that is well, way more. Okay, I have it on tape. But but it was Tita's like <laughs> friends and family and stuff. Yeah, and they sure. gave us gift cards, and it was really more for my mom and that shit. But like, uh, we got Target gift cards. It was great because we just go to Target, buy them. The thing for the needs. listeners, Tita's Asian. That's why I said the no whites a lot. That's oh, hilarious. <laughs> but also, yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah, moving. So, but people still went rogue with their gift cards. 
Really? Someone got us a twenty dollar. It was like I'm not twenty. I want to say fifty to seventy five dollar Netflix gift card. This is. Are you out of your for, mind for a one year old? For us, so that we could watch TV while we're doing this. No, like, we want diapers. We yes. want we want rags. We want. I've had you know, Anthony DeVito's Netflix password for fifteen years. <laughs> so now I'm going to get off and spend seventy five dollars. You're ruining what are my you life. Doing? I told you got to do that on stage. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> The idea that they're making you now get your own Netflix. Now I gotta get my own. Yeah, to to be able to use the (laughs) the gift card. No, this is why my bank account theory works because now in the tiered system, you would say to people, "Okay, we're having Calvin's first birthday." Mm Uh, Jared, you're a green friend. Uh, you know, so and so, and it would be fun to do to your comedian friends. You can do it based on their success level, right? Michelle so is a red friend. She's got to give a thousand dollars. That we're we we have expectations yeah. for a, a higher, you know, priced oh. friend. I'll tell you. Never mind. What happened? Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's go to the lounge. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. We've got the No Bidet Blues. Jared Featherfeather, my husband and I are not your target demographic. We're in our 40s. What? Greg's in his 40s. He's on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, take pity on me. I let him in here. (laughs) I let this old guy in a double XL into this apartment. But let me tell you, we just fucking love you. Well, thank you. The next stand-up show you have in Los Angeles, we are there. On to our complaint. A few years ago, we installed bidets on the toilets in our bathrooms at home. As a result, we use like 40% less toilet paper than before and hardly need wet, wet, wet wipes any longer. Truly a game changer. Our sphincters are sparkling clean like two inches deep. <laughs> I, love <it. laughs> I love that. Knowing you're a big advocate of straight male ass play. Mm-hmm. I'm the Rosa Parks of male ass play. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you can appreciate the importance of a sparkling clean butthole. I will say, once you use a bidet once, it is like flying private. You, have, you can't go back. We are hitting on something that I, there's nothing more that I want to talk about right now because I just had this experience. Really? At the place in the Hamptons, they oh my had God. a heated seat. Yes. Uh, it was a Toto. I looked it up. It's 300 yeah, bucks. Japanese. Oh, is, yeah, okay. I think it's Japanese. Probably. It has the water shoots. Up and down and yep. rapid fire. Yep, yep, yep. This was... There's settings. There was nothing more in my life that I want than this. It is such a luxury for something that we don't need it to be a luxury. It no, could be standard. One, it's, it should be standard. It should be and standard. It is wild. I don't know what we've done in this country. Like, there's weird things. I don't know. This must be... The Christians, the Catholics that start, the Christians that started this country were like, water shooting into your anus, not on God's time. (laughs) Right. Like, that must have been what happened because we have held ourselves to some weird standard of toilet paper madness. Yes. And we should be living the life of kings and queens. And, and, And let me also say this. I, so, I think that 50% is homophobia, but I think there's a 50% of it that you go, so is my bet butt just going to be wet the whole time? It's, it's not. It's, 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 it's not being well-versed and having no knowledge. Not, right. The lack of knowledge creates fear. Mm-hmm. Fear creates chaos. Chaos creates wiping until your asshole is bleeding. Right. 
But I trust me, people, your asshole is not going to be wet the whole day. We've been fortunate enough to do some traveling this summer and find ourselves in hotels and Airbnbs without bidets. This is, again... BYOB, bro. It's the reason it's there. Bring your own bidet. Mm-hmm. We should invent that. The traveling the bidet. Porta bidet. Porta bidet. The porta bidet, yeah. Porta bidet. Uh, this coupled with the fact that travel often bidet, means... but tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. I'll this coupled with the fact that travel often means change in diet has us wiping and wiping with no ability to achieve the, that pristine level of clean mm-hmm. we experience from blasting our anuses with a steady stream of cool, refreshing water. I'm convinced that if every American tried life with a bidet, they would never go back. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Writing this on our flight home and cannot wait to reunite our booties with the fountain of goodness. Thank you for reading. A luxury once experienced becomes a necessity. Again, they're right. Once you have it, mm-hmm. you can't go back. Mm-hmm. Once you've there's a restaurant called Red Farm, and it's a really good uh, Chinese place. Deli- I, I'm not even sure if it's Chinese. It's just Asian. You know, it's a high end Asian. Here we go. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here it's, we go. Uh, <laughs> let me walk this back. Yeah. No, I. I it's a Red Farm is like a expensive sure. Chinese place. They have a single bathroom. And it's my biggest issue because every time I go, they have a single bathroom with the remote controlled toilet. Mm-hmm. But it's a single bathroom and it's the only one in the whole restaurant. This is a nightmare. So you're like, I have to use it. I want to use it, but I'm going to spend 10 to 15 minutes here right. using the bidet. And now I got a line that's all that's formed in the middle of the restaurant because I'm the one. 50 to 75% of the pleasure of a bathroom mm. is knowing that no one's waiting. Yes. If you are waiting, you are taking, if I think that people are waiting for me, you are taking 50 to 75% it's brutal. of my pleasure. I totally agree. You That's, know what I mean? That is the number. Yeah. It is, and this restaurant, now they're like, enti- it's it's almost like they're like putting out a whole spread in the bathroom, then you're like, I want to just try it all, but then there's someone at the door just... Let me get, I think there should be a button on the outside of the door Yes. that changes the color of the light in the bathroom to the amount of people who are waiting. Wow. So you touch Great it, idea. Blue. Mm-hmm. Three people. Yellow. Whatever. Right? This way you can go, all right, I can relax or I, I cannot relax. I think you should get five minutes from first knock. Yeah. So d- d- even your color idea, love it. Mm-hmm. We've done a color idea with the gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're telling me I'm, you're ripping me off. No, well, yeah. I... But the light in the I bathroom I like the changes. idea of a button being pressed. Now you have a digital clock on the wall that counts sure. down from five and minutes. And they play music where, like, when they're counting you off at the Oscars. Yes. You know? Now sweet music up. is playing wrap it up music. <laughs> and as yeah. the countdown goes, you're looking at it. And listen, you might get off before five minutes, but the minute it gets to zero, mm-hmm. eh, 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 he's shitting, he's Go shitting, now. he's shitting. It starts telling the whole restaurant someone's mm-hmm. taking a shit. It starts flushing for you, yes. you know? Let me tell you, this is an idea that I have invented. This is a thing I sell on my website. Mm-hmm. They're Greg Stone out-of-order signs. Now, what you do with them is you take a bunch of them, okay. and you go to the bathroom, you just slap one of these out-of-order signs on the door. <laughs> this way, no one's bothering you. It's a good idea. It, it's <laughs> truly a good idea. Yeah, put it with like a hanger, yeah. like they do the do not disturb thing. You just put it on the door handle, Yep. out-of-order, and then no one's ever going to bother you. No people go, because people look and go, Oh, and then go back to their seat. Yeah. People don't have to shit as much as they think they have to shit. You can hold it. Yeah. Yeah. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Greg Stone. Also, at, real quick, just to add yeah. to, big thing I always say when I'm whenever I take a long time in the bathroom, I always walk out and I go, things broken, but I fixed it. Don't worry. This way <laughs> if it if it takes a long it's time. A good line. I, I on dates I'll say, Man, that was the longest piss I've ever taken. <laughs> 
90 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. New record. <laughs> and then I pull up my phone. Well, if you get back and she says, new record, that's funny. I'm like, are we meant to be? <laughs> Luxury Lounge, rescinded job interview. Ooh. Dearest board lord, I found your podcast on TFM at way too young an age, but I think it's helped shape me into the realistic, if somewhat cynical, woman I am today. Wow. Wow. That's way back when, when mm-hmm. you were first coming on. On to my luxury complaint. I graduated into the pandemic and took the first job I could. It's got no room for growth, but it pays very well for an entry-level position in my field. And moving in with my parents to wait for a better offer wasn't an option. Now that the restrictions in the tri-state area have loosened, I've started aggressively applying to better jobs. Last Wednesday, my dream company reached out to schedule an interview for Monday. I spent the weekend studying up on the brand's current marketing strategies, doing a social media audit and competitive analysis so they know that so that they know I know my shit, and planning to work from home so my boss doesn't suspect anything when I disappear in the afternoon. So they've made all the appropriate arrangements. Then Monday comes, and two hours before my interview, I get an email saying they've canceled the interview because they extended an offer to another candidate. What the fuck? The kicker is the hiring manager starts off the interview with, I hope you had a nice weekend, screenshot attached. I don't know... And then they write, I don't know, I spent it preparing for this interview and fantasizing about putting in my two weeks to the miserable fucks at my current job. So you tell me how nice it was. With all the layoffs happening in the oncoming recession, I feel bad complaining about this shit when I have a job. But I just feel so let on. I had a job offer rescinded once before, but a rescinded job interview is a new level of discouraging. TIA, thank you. Thank you in advance for reading, and I hope you and your esteemed guest, or Shelby, have some insight into this BS. One jaded corporate girly. Do we have a screenshot or do we not? They claim that, no, they said in the screenshot that they said, what do you think, a rescinded job interview? Two things. I just read something about how there was, there's a new thing now where people are rescinding like job offers. So people are like quitting jobs, and then someone went into it. I think I read it, and someone they had rescinded the full job. And uh, it was like, yo, I quit my job. You for this. For this. Yeah, you can't do that. And this lawyer went, hey, if this happens, you can sue. So I don't mm. think you can sue for a job No, the audit. But they yeah. should offer two things, I would agree. Okay. One is do the interview anyway. Don't tell them. Because, look, they're not going to know the give other me, people. Give me the practice. Also, yeah. Oh, and, also, and also do me the favor of lying to me. Don't make me feel like I wasted my whole life. I got right. the I got the interview. I got to meet you. Maybe this turns into, oh, I really like that person. Now I know for the next time. Now we don't have to go through this type of stuff. Right. Maybe you go like, maybe the, the job goes, oh, that new person didn't work out. Guess what? I did like this They're ready. Two. We're ready. We got yeah, these other people. That, that is the thing where you realize how disposable you are. That's mm-hmm. the real issue here is that like, yeah, you might have hired someone, but you don't even want to meet me. Right. I'm a good person. I'm a good candidate. I'm th- you thought enough of me to invite me in. Right. Why don't I have the interview lie to my face? Don't, yeah. you know, let's just go through the walk of this, you know, let's dance. Right. I, I think that I think what they should have did was, hey, we'd love to still meet you. We do believe that we are candidate. We may have a candidate. If you're still interested, come on in. They should leave it open to be like, just let me, because I want to just go in there. Like, let me, I bet I, maybe I'll beat that guy. Well, here's the other thing. Everyone talks about networking and it's all such bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is the real version yes. of networking. It's someone in your industry who you can press palms with, get to know, and then they might go, you know what? There's another hiring manager at this other company. Yes. I'm really close with them. They've moved on from here. We uh, momentum creates momentum. Right. This was someone going, mm mm, right. Stiff armed yet, and that's what sucks because 
sometimes just going through the process is a good thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with this person. And plus, preparing the whole weekend, getting ready. The, it's better the, versus not wasting your weekend, wasting right. the day. That, that Also, the dreamland. This is this this ruins the dream. Let me dream, mm-hmm. and then turn me down and say, "Hey, you were a great." And you can turn me down in a way. You were a great interview. We we absolutely enjoyed you. You're in my book. I know that means nothing. I know mm-hmm. that 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 right now in the grand scheme of life, you might say, "What the fuck? Who cares that I met you?" But mm-hmm. we hired someone that was already working here. We had a pre-existing relationship with. That happens, right? But you're in our Rolodex. Like that would have been nice to hear. I applied. Uh, I sent in a, I sent in a <coughs> bunch of scripts for a sketch show mm. uh, ten years ago or something. When I first started like submitting, and, and I had no idea it was good, whatever. Mm. I didn't get the job. But I got an email from the showrunner who went, "Hey, uh, we couldn't give you the job, but I want to let you know this stuff was unbelievable. Major was life like, made me. It bought me six years in this business. I, I totally six agree years. with that. That is, a, <laughs> you bring up a really good point. Yeah." Because the people who listen to this, they don't know this is a uh, comedy podcast. Sure. But like when you when when TV when a TV show gets created, they they're like, okay, we're gonna make a TV show. They put together a writing room, mm-hmm. and then they say we're having open submissions for our writing room. Let's talk about a, a Saturday Night right. Live, so to speak. And l- there's certain shows that everyone finds out about, mm-hmm. and everyone's submitting, mm-hmm. and they and it's basically a little project. They give you like. They'll be like, hey, write 10 jokes, 10 current events jokes, write three scripts for a sketch, yeah. and uh, invent a commercial, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And and you'd go home, and you'd do a little project, and you write it up, and it takes a long time. A long time. And there's a moment in the middle of writing these, they call them, what do they call them? Like a packet. Packets. They call them packets. There's a moment in the middle of the packet where you have this moment of doubt where you go, Who's even going to look at this? Mm-hmm. You send it in. You get no answers. You get no, that was really funny. You get, and you go, I just want someone to go, I read it. Right. Like at the very least. Yep. And, you know, I just want to be acknowledged that I even existed. Yeah. And I had one time where I wrote a, pa- and I didn't do very many packets. I was always like doing the podcast and yeah. you have to put your time somewhere. Like you either put in the podcast. And, and the packets put- are bullshit because if you don't know someone who's working there, but 99% of the time they're not reading But that's the, so, the frustrating part is they tell you do every packet because there'll be a point where you know someone that, you, they'll, that you'll have a packet already ready right. from all the past packets you read. But... You kind of get discouraged. You go, I've written 70 packets and right. no one's ever called me on one of them. I just keep writing new ones because I assume they're not good enough. I assume they're not good. That's right. So no why would I reuse the not good ones? You know, so, but they tell you to keep writing them. And so it's this weird thing in that you go, and I remember there was one time that someone read my packet and I did get a call just like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I didn't know you had it in you. I know who I, I bet I know who it was because I had a conversation about someone about how great your packet was. And and I go, I and I was like it, it was like finally. Yep. I was like, oh, I am okay at this. Yeah. And that's why this interview, just going through the process of going to her dream company mm-hmm. and sitting in front of those people and being in that chair, and you go, they know, oh, oh I'm good enough to be in this chair, even to get the conversation. It mm-hmm. changes your whole mindset. So I would say to this person. You should think positively of this. You were accepted by the company that you loved, that you were ready, and you were going to get that job. If you And you were supposed to be in that chair, which means you could be in any chair. Mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more, Shelby. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. Or not dealer, I'm the dealer. 
<laughs> okay. That's true. Yeah. All I'm right. dealing out the emails. It's Greg's choice. Greg's choice. Okay. I'll give you two, three choices. Going green, traveling with moms, basement brunch. I go basement brunch. Okay. Jared, I'm a new fan of the podcast and I absolutely love it. I'll get right to my complaint. My husband and I went to a brunch spot at one of our favorite spots this weekend. The restaurant has two floors. The top level is bright with tons of seating and natural light, and the bottom level is a windowless basement that has nighttime seductive vibes. Reminds me of the kind of place a guy would take his mistress to. When we get there for brunch, it was still pretty early and therefore pretty empty. So I was surprised and irritated when the hostess seated us in the basement area. I almost wanted to ask to sit on the top level, but that felt petty. So I resigned myself to the basement brunch where I could barely see my husband at a minimum I feel like the restaurant should try to change the decor downstairs to match the vibes upstairs so you don't feel like you're eating your 11 a.m. brunch in the red light district appreciate the chance to complain thanks totally agree with this complaint yeah I would have moved yeah I would have said oh we don't want it I'm at that age now where I go I don't like to share no fine I'll go somewhere else let's go yeah let's get up I uh, I've done this I was restaurant is See, what is it? Uh, what's the area? What are you saying? Like it's that's part of it. What the, is it? The ambiance. The ambiance. The ambiance is, is a part of the experience. Fifty percent. I was in Pittsburgh. I'll never forget it. We go to this place. My friends are like, come meet me at this place. We go to this place, Italian place. I walk in. Mm-hmm. It's bumping. Music's bumping. There's a guy behind the bar. You know, there's a there's an ambiance. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're slugging pizzas. They're bringing out wines. Everyone's drinking middle of the day. Mm-hmm. My friends walk in. I go. Uh, they go. I, they go. This. I go. I look at them. I go. This is great. Hostess looks at us. She goes, "Okay, let's go." Starts walking upstairs. I go, "Where the fuck you going?" She goes, "She goes, we're all we got we got reservations down here." I go, "It's half empty. <laughs> what are you talking about? We want to be down here." Yeah. Brings us upstairs to a top floor that we are the only ones. It's just uh, us in the corner of a seventy-five seat upstairs, uh, and we all now it's just us three. No, forced to have uh you know it was my friend and his wife and me i like them but it was like you could hear like the you know the uh, yeah. the forks and knives the music's gone we don't have enough to talk about yeah to sit with an ambiance that is nothing we need the bright lights we need the 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 skylight coming in mm-hmm. we don't want to be in a basement especially brunch brunch you're there to enjoy the day Mm -hmm. to say i am out here i am living Mm -hmm. i'm daytime drinking i want to see the daylight Mm -hmm. they and to me you don't change the ambiance downstairs you don't seat people downstairs no brunch is meant to be had with the sky above you and a mimosa in your hand absolutely i absolutely and i have two brunch ideas i want to sell you please if that's okay i, I, mean, listen, I think we this is in it. the luxury lounge is about fresh ideas so i've been i am in the business of restaurants and I, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. i would say you me, are <laughs> completely not in the business of restaurants you you have a lot of ideas, for, lot restaurants. Of ideas for restaurants okay. that also would never work but okay, I love well, coming up with these restaurants. No, no, no. I th- listen there's a restaurant tier yeah that is listening right now or a future restaurant tier that this idea might do something good for them. So go ahead. So I've had two. I'm going to pitch this one first. And this is the... Now, you have to stay on board because, listen, there's a couple twists at the end. Okay? So I'm an investor. You're pitching me as a Shark Tank yep. thing? Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is a restaurant. It's called Happy Birthday. Mm. Where where you come, it's someone in your party's birthday. Okay. Surprise. Everyone in the restaurant says, Happy Birthday. They all walk around and go, Hey, hey Jimmy, Happy Birthday. There's a big surprise. It's a whole thing. They bring you birthday cake. The whole thing, right? Okay. So you could just do, it's like Friday night energy on a Wednesday morning. It's birthday energy 
Not on your birthday. So the, it, the theme of the restaurant is birthday. Someone at your table is going to be the birthday bro, yep. boy or girl or whatever. And you're, and it doesn't have to be their birthday. You can just come on any day and you'll yeah. get a birthday. Yeah. And I'll say this though. It's kind of weird to invite your friends and be like, hey, we're going for my birthday. It's like. So this is like a renaissance fair, but for birthdays. But for birthdays. This is like, uh, what is the call with the kings or the jousting? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like medieval times. Many, this is birthdays. medieval times for birthdays. We encourage you to come on your own. To come by yourself, no friends, <laughs> and then we are your friends. You get the entire. So you're trying to corner the market of lonely. You're trying to say lonely people. If you got no one for your birthday, there's always a place you can show up on your birthday and have a great time and be celebrated. So, I love it. So what you think right now mm. is that I'm selling the experience of your birthday, mm. but I am not. Okay, I am selling the experience of what a guy would feel like who goes to a restaurant where everyone is pretending it's their birthday. Because what really is going to happen, he's going to go there. They're all being like, happy birthday. He's like, what the fuck am I doing? That's what I'm selling. <laughs> that feeling. The feeling of you being like, man, this is weird. This is, like, I, I don't know why I, I did go, this I, for I, myself. Th I need to reconnect with my family. <laughs> I need to start calling my friends more. I need to put more time and energy into my relationships. Yep. So you're basically... So in my mind, this was, hey, if you're alone on your birthday, you have a place to go. And it's great and you're having a good time. You're looking at it from the other side of this where it's like, hey, if you need a reminder about the relationships in your life and the lack of them. <laughs> yeah, come here. And come to this place. And it's, this, you so came this to is a, like, this is, uh, you know, the, the Scrooge McDuck. This is uh, Scrooge. You're getting, rock bottom. This is getting visited by one of the ghosts of Christmas future. You, you paid to have fake people pretend it's your birthday. <laughs> Maybe it's time to call your mom. Okay. Make up with your mom. Yeah. Get back with your ex. Okay. Second idea. Okay. This is something I've been pushing for a while. Okay. Sorry. We might have, this this might have to be the videos. Greg's restaurant ideas, restaurant pitch, Shark Tank. You've had the best. Now try the worst. Gross. My restaurant is called Gross. Okay. Where everyone's trying to get the best food they've ever sure, had. Sure, sure. But have you ever had the worst? The worst food you've ever had in your life? This is bringing the floor down. Okay. Because life isn't about, life is about the full range. Mm. And we're going to bring you all the way to the bottom. So everything on the menu is the worst version of the food that Not you have ordered. Worse. We put ketchup in your water. <laughs> you want some tap water? <laughs> well, it's got to be edible. Like, sure I'm on board sick? for the birthday one. This one, Gross. I, I, I... We promise you won't get sick. <laughs> That's a bottom <laughs> thing. <laughs> I liked where you were going. The idea of like, this is like Dick's Last Resort. Like the the joke is you're going to a restaurant that sucks. You know when you go to that restaurant and everyone like they're like they all curse at you and they yeah, scream at Dick's you. Yeah, that's Dick's Last Resort. Oh, that's, that's what it? I'm talking. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think is. I just said? I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess we're like mean to you. It's like, well, if we can sell mean to you, mm -hmm. let's sell also. Oh man, that is like you laugh about how bad it is. How about my idea for a restaurant? Okay, tell me. Okay, it's called cocktail hour. Okay. Okay, you're allowed to show up for an hour. Every hour, you gotta leave. It's a pregame spot. Okay. Okay. All Every right. hour we do a new seating, but there's no seating. Mm -hmm. Pass around hors d'oeuvres, open bar. You pay on the way in. You walk in. Mm -hmm. You start picking. Mm -hmm. Every hour, there's a different theme for you know types of food, but you only get an hour, mm -hmm. and you just there mingling, drinking, having a good time. I love it. Right, I love it because there's a timeline which it's which makes it more fun. 
Yeah. Because you got to go. You got to go. So like, and, and, and it's like the Bellagio um, fountains. Yes. Every hour, eight o'clock. Changes. We got to change it. Get out of here. What if, you what got if a new show. Let me add to that. What yeah. if you have to, what if you be pushed into another room where there's a different thing? So cocktail hour, now we push you I into like dinner that. hour. See, I like that. keep their money. Well, you go cocktail hour and then you have to buy tickets. So you buy tickets to cocktail hour. That's fifty bucks. If you want the dance floor, mm-hmm. which is in the back room, so the back room looks oh, like a wedding. Yeah, so we call it wedding. Sure, love it. So you show it. So it's a three tiered room. Mm-hmm. I like where we're going. You can buy three tickets, three versions of tickets. The first is a fifty dollar ticket. All you can eat the cocktail hour, one hour, get out. You get mm-hmm. a wristband, different color wristband. You get to go to the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So now you go to the next room. Now there's an open bar. Love You've it. paid $100. $125 gets you to the third room, dessert room. Mm-hmm. Now you get the dessert room after dinner, wines, liqueurs, love it. those types of things. Then you're out. I love Goes it. Goes all night. I love it. Right? I love it. I have something. I'm so sorry. There it is. I know that you, I like to press on time, but this is something I needed to bring up to you. Please. Very importantly okay. from before. And I almost forgot. I'm so happy I brought this because you are in the dating apps game. You know about the dating apps. I've recently deleted the apps because I'm going to Nice and I want to be sure. fresh, but I under, yeah, but I know that I know the game more yeah. than me. Mm-hmm. So I came up a little with this. bit more than you. <laughs> yeah. Tell me if this is a horrible idea. Okay. Because I think this is a, this is a dating app I think would work. Mm. It's a dating app, but both of you are given a challenge, right? Mm. So like, your challenge is like you got to tell them that your dad was in, you know, your dad was in the Kinks. Like you hear the, the lo- Kinks, the, the band, you know, just come up with. <laughs> it gives you a random ass challenge where it's to like achieve on the date. That is goofy. Like wear this dumbass hat. That's your challenge. See, hang on, hang on. Okay. Let me let me get through. Please. Right? Both people are given a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, if the person guesses your challenge, ooh, you have to pay for dinner. I like this because I like that because here's the the issue that first came to mind that I was going to say before you got to the end was that women don't want to be on a farce. Mm-hmm. They take it most of the yeah. time. They're taking it a little seriously. They're seeing that they're going out with someone who checks a box that could be, you know, a real relationship. And this is why when men show us their dating app profiles, when we do makeovers on the show. Yeah. A lot of them look like they're rushing a fraternity. Yeah. And it's like nobody. No, no, no. You're you're fooling around too much. You're. People want to see a real human. Right. This takes the reality out of it, but I do like the idea that the date is like you've taken the pressure off of where you're from, what does your family do, with this one type of uh, scavenger hunt. Yes. So to speak. One little goal, one little goofy thing. Yeah, one goofy thing. It's fun for people to do. Right. Like if you can like, you know, you have to like not steal her wallet, but like do a thing that's like silly. Yeah, that's fun. So it, what would end up happening? Because for every action, there's a reaction. If my silly thing was to say, order the dessert. Right. That was my silly thing. Order the, dessert uh, before the appetizer. Or whatever fun. it is, whatever right. it is. I would come in a big sombrero. To throw them off. To throw them off. Yeah. Because I want them paying for the date. Yes. Part of the game is getting I them. I didn't think of this. I to, love yeah, this. Because you want, you want them to be distracted. Well, you just actually hit on something. The only problem I had with this app idea is that if you actually just normally wear a goofy ass hat. That's and the someone problem. goes, is that half the challenge? You go, <laughs> no, I, I thought I looked good. That's a problem. Not right. But, I mean, you know. Then because, you don't. because if you're on a date and the woman goes, it's the shirt. <laughs> That shirt's ugly as fuck. I knew it. I knew yeah. you were going to, oh, that shirt, you got me. And they're like, 
Oh, my mom got me this shirt. I thought it looked good. She said I looked handsome. Yeah, you'd be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's fun. I mean, that is fun. You could contour these challenges to be things that are like just really fun to do. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. I feel like they should put more challenges into the dating app to make the I think dates you're right. more fun. And to entice, because the problem with dating apps right now is no one's leaving the couch. Everyone's just kind of. Yeah. Everyone's waiting for someone to make a move. Mm-hmm. And the move might be different for everybody because the move on the male side is you're waiting for the woman to go. Let's just get a little drunk and make out. You know, like you're looking for a little wildness. From the woman's side, you're looking for the guy to make a plan and say, hey, meet me out tonight at, you know, eight o'clock. I got a great place for drinks. You know, like there's people looking for someone to do something. This would entice something to happen. Something. Yes. Something. Like, I want to sell them, even if the date is bad, you had fun. I think we need to bring Greg back on once every couple months with Greg's ideas. Oh, yeah. And you pitch me. On ideas. Yeah, I'd love to like do this. Like this. Yeah. Train podcast at gmail.com. Greg Stone, thank you for coming on. Always a blast. Thanks, no KP. No KP, buddy. Go okay, follow buddy. Greg at Greg F. Stone. Friday Night Greg, that's the podcast, okay? Are you, you, <laughs> you get your earphones charged? <laughs> yeah, the hour of charging on the <laughs> AirPods? Uh, go follow Greg at Greg F. Stone. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. We'll be back next episode. Boom.